Erin. I'm Karina. And I'm Olivia. And this is More Than a Number. So we go to the University of Arizona, and within this podcast, we kind of just want to talk about all of the things we've kind of noticed about social media and the girls who go here and the things we felt personally um, and all of the stuff that kind of has to do with that. In today's episode, we want to talk about specifically social media and like how we've noticed it's been used and the challenges it faces and the way it makes girls feel about themselves and their confidence and all of the things that kind of go into that. We sort of get like a first-hand experience with it being a, a girl at the U of A. We see it in our friends, we see it in ourselves. It diminishes our confidence to be comparing ourselves to others on social media all the time, whether we mean to or not. Um, I think social media is a great way for people to just compare and to act like you have the perfect life or to put on some sort of face and I think that's something that's especially hard for kids growing up in this sort of a society, which is something that we experienced in high school and college, um, but not so much in middle school and elementary school. And so that's kind of what we're trying to combat and what we're trying to help people out with. And I know in social media in general, I wake up in the morning and I immediately go on my phone and check my Instagram and check Snapchat and Mm -hmm. see what other people are doing. And that I feel like is just difficult to just like, I want to be like them. I want to have their life. And even like having to grow up with these like middle schoolers being in that situation now, that's like how they're learning. It's like, oh, this person's doing this. I want to do that. Like, I want to look like her. I want to be her. And social media didn't really get huge until we were at the end of middle school, beginning of high school. And like these kids now are growing up with it. Like they're in that world from birth. Like parents make baby accounts for their children. Like that's insane. And I know like I also wake up in the morning and check social media and it runs our lives, which is something that's so toxic that shouldn't be happening. But it happens to me too. I wake up in the morning, I check social media and I'm like, oh wow, these people have been up for two hours and made <laughs> breakfast, they went to the gym, Yeah. and here I am laying in bed, and even though it's only 10 in the morning, yeah. you feel already behind, mm-hmm. right. just from checking an app for the first five minutes of your day, yeah. and that's how you start your day. I think it, no matter when you use social media, it's affecting you whether you notice it or not. For sure. And I always, like, used to watch TV, like, before I went to bed, and now I'm just watching YouTube videos constantly before I go to bed, like, Mm -hmm. checking other people's lives and what they're doing. And, like, I think it's entertaining, but it's probably not good for me. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I used to, in high school, it was kind of psycho. Like, at the beginning (laughs) of college, too, I would not watch Snapchat stories all day because that would be how I fell asleep at night. Like, I would watch all of my Snapchat stories Mm -hmm. before bed. Or, like, I'd read Twitter, and, like, that's how i fall asleep, like, Social media is my sleep remedy, yeah. which yeah. essentially staring at your phone before going to bed is what keeps you up later, and it's Literally. like really bad for you. But That is a habit I've noticed among a lot of my friends. I have never had this, but I know a lot of people feel the need to check all their social media just to get the number, mm-hmm, the, the notification. notification away. Yeah. yeah, and I think that that's a problem that people are thinking about when they're not even on social media. They're like, I have something that hasn't been checked. What are other people doing? That constant awareness of what other people are doing all the time is actually something I learned in a class that I took um, studying abroad last semester in Spain. Um, It was called ambient awareness, and it's just kind of the need and the feeling like you need to check 
social media to see what your friends and family are doing. And uh, that constant craving um, is defined as ambient awareness, um, which I think whether we admit it or not, I think everyone has it to a certain extent. Uh, yeah, um, for the sure. feeling like, oh, what is it? What are people doing? Let me check. Let me see what's going on with everyone else's life. No matter what you're doing, you're dropping everything to see. It's also sorry. It's also very similar to like not having your phone on your person. Mm-hmm. Like you feel lost. Yeah. We're addicted to just having like the feeling of our phone in our hands, and like that's feel lonely without it. hundred yeah. percent. Feel disconnected. We're attached. and even like when I don't check social media for like two hours let's say I get so excited to check it Mm -hmm. and see what everyone's up to and that's just so not good (laughs) and like you kind of realize like I've had vacations where I don't have service or Mm -hmm. I go somewhere and I'm like just preoccupied and I don't Mm -hmm. check social media for days and you realize like wow I've been so out of the loop and like it kind of feels incredible Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but then you're also sitting there getting back to having service and you're scrolling and you're like okay well what did I miss yeah like you have the moment of like okay I'm free I don't need to think about it but like then you get right back into it once you're back in the real world yeah I recently deleted my social media Mm -hmm. kind of just as an experiment just to see how I would do how I would like it I've always wanted to um, when, did my, you, when did you do that? When did you delete it? So I started is a month ago by now. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do it this summer, but I couldn't because I needed social media for my internship, which is really crazy. <laughs> wow. I needed to post on their Instagram, their Facebook, and keep up and, with all their social media all the time. And so I couldn't delete the apps because I was needing them for a later account. And I'm not going to delete my own account, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But I decided to delete it. And... The first week I noticed that I was like, my finger was going to the part of my screen that <laughs> the Instagram app was on to go click it. And then I realized that I replaced that app with a different app and it's no longer there. And that happened for about a week. And then the second week is when I noticed that I didn't even really feel the need to check it. I kind of started feeling like that. Third week, I just kind of completely forgot. And now yeah. this week doesn't bother me that I don't have social media it doesn't affect me when I've gone on a couple times on safari on the internet just because people posted with me or I just wanted to check just to kind of like you know check in with everybody for like 10 minutes but I never thought that I would be the type of person to just kind of go cold turkey delete all of it and like see what happens because being a girl at the University of Arizona especially plus we all have experience in Greek life where social media is a huge part of life of Mm -hmm. college life too and that's something that's now part of high school life, middle school life, elementary mm-hmm. school life even. I, mean, I can only imagine what it's like being an elementary school kid these days mm-hmm. with having some kids having phones with some yeah. kids not having yeah. phones. And it's just kind of cool to remove yourself from social media but yet still feel like I'm an active part of society. Mm-hmm. I'm still existing yeah. even if I don't have the applications on my phone. Yeah, I still have Snapchat. I still have Reddit. <laughs> I love Reddit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's actually been a successful experiment, and I don't have plans to download it anytime <laughs> soon. I definitely think I've always had moments of wanting to do that, to do like, you know, the social media cleanse, mm-hmm. but it's hard because I know all three of us are e-society majors which here at the U of A is like a basically a made-up major that's like kind of like digital communications but essentially I know for me like what I want to do is like work in social media essentially like do social media management or marketing or whatever it may be so like the fact that we are like inserting ourselves into social media just like as a job and the fact that that is what it's become Mm -hmm. like social media used to just be for fun and like 
to keep up with your, I don't know, friends who you don't see every day. And now people are making money off of it. And, like, yeah, we have a whole major, well, I mean, the major's not dedicated to social media, but, like, but that's kind of how a lot of us take it. Yeah. So I think that it's, like, and as you said, like, you couldn't download it because you literally needed it for your internship, which yeah. is, like, Like, it is a good thing, but it also just takes up so much of everyone's time. Yeah. Yeah, especially because, for me, like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm majoring in social media like that's not what I'm going for I think that social media is now such a part of marketing that they're almost synonymous and e-society and marketing at least for my internships have gone hand in hand yeah yeah marketing marketing yeah it goes it goes perfectly hand in hand with each other um I definitely think that it's better to use as a marketing tool rather than a Mm -hmm. my life is perfect everybody look at how perfect my life is and feel bad about your own just like girls editing their pictures there's to look like someone that they aren't and there's so many apps out there that people have been it's like their daily use like Mm -hmm. oh I take a picture it goes straight into the editing Mm -hmm. app it goes like Facetune is now a verb yeah I Facetuned my photo yes that's Facetune photo yes and like well, whether it's just whitening your teeth or, mm-hmm. you know, doing the extreme of reshaping your body, your face, whatever it may be, which, like, that's where it's... That's, that's where it gets line. That's where it gets toxic. Like, it's one thing to, like, remove a pimple because, like, yeah, I'm guilty. I've done that. I've done <laughs> it for other people. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to post that you have pimples on social media, but also, like, why not? Like, yeah. when someone sees you in person, they're going to see that big pimple on your face. <laughs> like, like, where to go? Exactly. And, like, the U of A, especially, well, I mean, from what we witness, I feel like there are girls who are definitely sucked into the altering their bodies yeah. to post yeah. on social media, and it's... I toxic yeah it's and it's hard for other girls to see it because then they're like how does that girl look so perfect but she's not not like, even that's the girl not in the picture looks like the girl in the picture 100 percent. and i think that there's a fine line of editing at least for me i don't have a problem with whitening teeth or yeah. taking out a pimple i don't want to remember the pimple on my forehead in 20 years from now for sure even if i'm taking it out right now yeah. i don't believe that that's a form of insecurity and whether you are insecure about the pimple or not we all are that's it's so normal small. it's human yeah. to be insecure about it even though we shouldn't be but it's the process of editing a photo to not look like yourself yeah and to feel like you need to change your body or change your face or facial structure to mm. look like someone else in order to fit in or to post on social media i think it's different to whiten your teeth take your pimples yeah. out and stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah and some girls have been caught putting clouds in their photos. Yeah. I think that's, that's just relatively stupid, harmless. But, but it's a little point. Like, what's the point of it? No, you're not going to get an extra light because there's clouds in the sky. Like, we've all seen clouds. Yeah. I know Karina was saying earlier that she found a subreddit on Reddit about this. Do you want to talk about it a little? Yeah, so I found, I actually found this subreddit right after I deleted my social media, which is a little bit ironic because <laughs> the subreddit was Instagram reality. So the subreddit of Instagram reality is pretty much people post pictures and are posting the paparazzi versus the social media version of the same picture and showing just how drastically people are editing their photos. And until I discovered this subreddit, did I not realize how drastic people are editing their photos. I wasn't even aware that even just simple people are editing their photos like that, not major celebrities or influencers. It's everyone these in their everyday life and Karina showed me there's a picture of like Kylie Jenner's lips where in one picture they're perfect and then the other one they're just like 
not anywhere near what she looks like. Yeah. It's just or what we think she looks yeah. like based off her social media. And there's one with like within the same day a picture that she posted on like her story and a picture that was on Forbes and how d- drastically different they looked. I mean, she's still gorgeous, but still, it was just insane to see that. And, and that's the point. She doesn't need to edit like that. She yeah, is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's people like the Kardashians that kind of have created this thing and this world that we kind of feel like we need to look like them and we need to keep up with them. But, like, that's just not realistic. That's never yeah. going to happen. But And people are just, like, accepting it as if it's normal and just going to the app facetune right after and just facetuning their whole body mm-hmm. like not just one little thing and feeling like they can't post it unless they do yeah and feeling like, that they yeah. don't look good enough won't get likes you won't get or, likes won't yeah. yeah i know there was a time i don't know if they decided not to do it but there was a short amount of time where instagram was going to take away likes to being like a public like canada knowledge that, wow yeah they test ran they, it mm-hmm. was in canada where they were like trial and error and i know i had like I don't know, like maybe a week of Instagram without that, or just a day. I don't know what it was, oh, but yeah. I did. I did see it, oh, wow. and it would say like this person, if I followed them, and others liked this picture. And the only person you can see the amount of likes is the person who posted it. And there was a big uproar about it because people were kind of just mixed. Like I think that's really interesting because then people would start posting just because they wanted to, because mm-hmm. the amount of likes someone gets on a photo kind of runs. The way they post photos mm-hmm. that's why they edit it so much because they want to get more likes and more follows and all that stuff but if the like is just irrelevant to everyone looking at it maybe people will start caring less I guess which make Instagram more casual yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I started yeah. yeah exactly because our first Instagram posts were like they had like borders and filters and I was just posting pictures yeah. of things I was doing and yeah. it was never even me really for the first mm-hmm. few posts I mm-hmm. And now it's even, like, you have to make your Instagram page, like, look nice. Like, have the the colors, the aesthetic. Have the same edit on every picture. Have, like, the pretty colors at the top for your stories. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just insane. And I I do it. I also do it. I also do it. (laughs) But it's just crazy to, like, think, like, that's how much attention I am putting on my Instagram page. Yeah. I think there was a moment in time where I was super, I think it was, like, the beginning of college. I was super, like, I need to be so perfect on Instagram and I need it to look exactly how I want it to look and then I started realizing like why am I doing that because like where is where's the like what am I getting out of that Mm -hmm. like it wasn't making me feel good so now like what I try to do is just post what I want to post on social media Mm -hmm. yeah you know I look and see how the picture is going to look on my feed but I mean most of my pictures usually generally look very similar but it's like we're doing it for other people and not ourselves and I feel like that's not something that should be done my friends and I have talked about like having like this little hashtag of like make Instagram casual again and just posting (laughs) random stuff but like none of us have done it yet because we're just like we're scared to to do it I don't know why but like I'm I'm on board I'm on board no we like been wanting to do it like (laughs) you can edit your picture but like edit colors and stuff filters yeah but just like making it more casual and not posing so like per- trying to be professional yeah, yeah exactly yeah like take a picture in the library and post it oh my god maybe we should make that <laughs> hashtag you're, you're listening to this make like, a hashtag yeah i'll look yeah we Find should it. we should we should start that because i'd be down i yeah something i noticed before i deleted my instagram i was trying the whole just post it if i like it like don't overthink it if you mm-hmm. like it just post it 
I noticed for like two weeks that they changed the layout of the Instagram profiles where the followers was very small. The number was super small and you had to like really pay attention to see how many followers this person had and the whole layout was different. But it only lasted about two weeks and then the follower count went right back to being a big font and right back to the old format. I did notice that. Yeah, I didn't notice from that. people just not liking it. They want people to see, look how many followers yeah. I have. It should be the biggest part of the page, right? Yeah. Like that's what people want, that's what yeah. people expect. And I feel like the other format was better. It makes it a little bit more casual. It's like not as important how mm-hmm. many people are following you. It's yeah. more just, hey, this is my profile. This and is where this I is choose me. to post about my life. Yeah. Yeah. If you like it, follow it. And mm-hmm. if not, so be it. Like mm-hmm. if not, bye. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're not going <laughs> to support me. me for who I am and who I want to be, then I don't want you in my life anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we can't all look like Kylie Jenner. And yeah. that's a good thing because if you looked like Kylie Jenner and you were Kylie Jenner, you wouldn't be you. You'd be someone else. Yeah. No, it's like everybody everyone's is unique, unique in their own way. Yeah. Which is both a uplifting and. <laughs> not as uplifting yeah. thing to think about that everyone's unique but so are you yeah. but I think society <laughs> needs to make it more of a, a norm so I think social media because it's so like formatted and people want to look a specific way we needed to go back to being a social norm to just being who you are and embracing your natural beauty and I know that there are so many things on social media now and or YouTube channels and Instagram pages that just embrace the natural body and the natural beauty because you know people have stretch marks people don't people are skinnier than others people are bigger than others and like whatever way you look like that should be how like you should be happy with what you look like everyone should be happy with the way they look and I think it's really important especially with today's society and the younger girls growing up and people coming into college within the next few years or even adults who have been through college and there needs to be a point where all society as a whole needs to just be like we're so sick of this there needs to be more of a movement I think that honestly 2019 is kind of yeah, starting to be that 100%. Year. I know that at least Jeffree Star and Shane yes, Dawson yep. are groundbreaking, like changing the internet. 100%. They are just exposing things that have not been exposed before. Yeah. Whether it be related to social media or not, I think that in 2019 especially, people are really starting to notice how much social media is controlling us and how much technology is controlling us. Yeah. And I think we're becoming a lot more self-aware, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. I think that this is really the year to start realizing that we are ourselves and we are not our technology. We are not our social media pages. Mm-hmm. My Instagram page is a reflection of me. It is not me. Yes. It is not a characterization of me. At the end of the day, the people that know me the best are the people that I see every day, the people that I talk to, share parts of my life, not just the people that are following your fake Insta or Finsta (laughs) and following and keeping up. It's the people that you interact with. At least for mine, when I deleted the social media, I'm not, I deleted the applications, not my accounts. And I'm not saying for everybody out there to go delete their social media because that's not really the solution. Yeah. Because that social media will be out there no matter what. Mm-hmm. The point is we need to change the way we use it mm-hmm. and the way we view ourselves. Because I think that the way we view ourselves will change the way we use social media, at least for our close-knit community and I think a lot of other communities across the world, not yeah. necessarily just in the United States. I think that changing the way we view ourselves and taking a picture and being content with how we look is going to change social media because it's the photoshopping and the editing and the feeling like you need to be someone else that's just corrupting not only social media but it's affecting our confidence whether 
people notice it or not. And we're not like bashing on social media. Like we use it. It's something that I'm probably going to use for a long, long time. I think we all are. It's more the way people are using it. I mean, Karina, deleting the apps of her social media, I think is something that everyone should do for like short amount of time. Like a social media cleanse is something that I think people should do more often, whether it be a day, a week, a month, however long you feel inclined to do it. But if it gets to a point where you feel like it's taking over your life, you can't do your daily tasks tasks without it being interrupted by social media like especially doing homework social media is such a big distraction to homework i know for me i'll be focusing on something and like ding, ding, ding. yep i'll see a notification i'll be like oh i gotta check that or people now have to put their phones in different rooms or turn it on airplane mode or turn it off completely just to get homework done and it shouldn't be running our lives that much so yeah. cleanses should be something that we'll talk about more something that one of my friends did when i was in high school and this is like kind of like a little early sneak peek of what people are doing today is she would have her older sister create a lock on her computer and on mm. her phone so that she couldn't use the internet or couldn't use social media sites and so then her sister would have to come and unlock it while she oh. had homework time and at least for my experience leaving social media it's more proving to myself and showing myself that I don't need it and I think that that's what the cleanse is about not that social media is bad and we should all get rid of social media we should change the way that we view it and the way that we use it. And I think that will inevitably change how people feel about themselves. And hopefully these next generations will not grow up thinking that their lives need to be perfect and that social media is the end all, be all of yeah. everything. Yeah, and I think another big thing is like, there are all these influencers out there who have these big personalities on have a lot of influence. In, yeah, on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, whatever it may be. like. These, these younger generations are looking up to these people and I think it honestly a lot of the responsibility falls into their hands for the future and what people are going to start doing with social media I think what's really important and something that should I think in my opinion should be done more is being more transparent with how they do things and not making things so edited so filtered it should be transparent and they should be like yeah I don't feel that great about myself today okay well I'm still on social media like okay that's the thing or yeah I think I look really great in this picture so I'm gonna post it but like this is me and this is what I actually look like this isn't an edit or when they make YouTube videos to maybe not make it as scripted or whatever it may be YouTube essentially is our TV like at this point like especially for the, the, the younger generation majority yeah. of the audience of YouTube is kids yeah even when they're and they're watching youtubers that probably shouldn't be viewed by kids it's very YouTube interesting is a whole whole bag of worms yeah and I mean we grew up on literally watching TV shows like Spongebob and all that stuff on Nickelodeon Disney, Disney Channel clean shows yes <laughs> and things that are scripted and they're actors and YouTube is real life like these are real people and and whether they script their videos or not they don't have a huge production team behind them I mean some do but it's like more personal and that's what these kids are looking at and they're watching and like that's what's shaping them into who they are is someone who's yeah. I guess just themselves not a character and like they're called influencers because of how much influence, influence they have yeah. over these young generations and the problem is a lot of these influencers do not have the right influence and are not giving good they're not they're not being they an idol they're yes. not being something to look up to even though these kids are looking up to them especially on social media and on youtube and instagram and i think that kids can become social media famous way too easy yes and there are 13 year olds who are controlling or have so much influence over a huge amount of the young generation yeah. and that has more influence like i remember as a kid like 
shows and like Disney Channel shows, like even though the show itself would be kind of silly, if you watch it again as an adult, there is a hidden meaning behind the story. Yeah. There's a underlying, oh, you should always be honest to your parents, mm-hmm. or you should always be nice to your friends, or this will happen. There's always that that moral to the episode, moral to the story, mm-hmm. but not anymore. Not on YouTube, not mm-hmm. on social media. Anybody can have an influence. <sighs> yeah. What do you do about that? <laughs> yeah. There's definitely, like, you know, a few out there that you stumble upon here or there that are actually doing things well and making a good impact on Shane the Dawson. Younger. Shane Dawson being one of them. He's the and father of YouTube. He is the father of YouTube. And people who make their content clean because they know kids are watching it and mm-hmm. having messages to, to their videos and spreading awareness for certain situations or raising money for charities or whatever they may do good cause but that is a small 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 percentage of the people who are on social media and who have all that influence and I think that that should be something that people should try to do more because it's very important but with all of that being said (laughs) I feel like we've covered a pretty good amount here Karina do you have anything else you'd like to add at least for my goal in this podcast is we can't change all social media. We can't realistically, but that's what we want to do. That's what we want to change the way people feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, my goal in this is to teach girls how to be confident mm-hmm. from within and not compare yourself to others. I think it's hard, at least for younger generations, to understand the role that social media should play in our lives. And that it shouldn't control our lives. We need to remember that social media is just a part of our lives. It is just an extra feature. It is not our lives and it should not control it. I think not comparing yourself to others and being confident in yourself is that first step and something that I wish I had learned when I was younger and something that took me a long time. Me too. A long time. And I still haven't fully mastered it. I'm still working on it. Of course. Everyone is. It's going to be something you work on every day. But I think with all of that, we've covered a good amount of information here. If you feel inclined to have a social media cleanse, then you should do it because clearly it's working out for Karina. And with this being the end of the podcast, if anyone out there is listening and would like to send us either a story, an experience, a question, feedback, feedback anything like that, you can contact us at more than a number podcast at gmail.com. Spelled exactly how it sounds, literally the name of our podcast at gmail.com. I think that's about it for this episode. Thank you for listening. And we'd love to hear your stories. Yeah, reach out to please us. Please reach out. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>